The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, after some days, it became known that he was at home. Many gathered together so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door, and he preached the word to them. They came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men, unable to get near Jesus because of the crowd. They opened up the roof above him. After they had broken through, they let down the mat on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, Child, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there asking themselves, Why does this man speak that way? He is blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus immediately knew in his mind what they were thinking to themselves. So he said, Why are you thinking such things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise, pick up your mat and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your mat and go home. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. They were all astounded and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord. Last week when I was at my priest conference, I was able to catch up with some friends that I haven't seen since our seminary days. So there was about 180 priests gathered in Napa for a week-long conference from all over the United States. And one particular friend, I haven't seen him since 2006. And he's a faithful priest now, active in his diocese. And he is currently their, their chief exorcist there in that diocese. And so we were talking, of course, that ministry is absolutely fascinating. And I asked him some questions, particularly one aspect of the exorcism rites. So when someone's fully possessed, there's a formal exorcism prayer. And in one particular aspect of that exorcism rite is when the exorcist will read the prologue of the Gospel of John. So, chapter 1. And he says, to, he says in his ministry, in fact, he'll tell the possessed person, proclaim gospel of John, chapter 1. And of course, by authority of the exorcist, they have to do it. And all oh, the demons hate the gospel of John. They absolutely hate it. And in one particular, he says he sees this all the time, that particular line in the gospel of John where it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and we, we all know that Gospel of John. By the way, if you have not read the Gospel of John, the first chapter, 
After Mass, that's your homework assignment. Go home and read it. It is profound. In the old Mass, the Latin Mass, we read it after every low Mass. If you recall, if you go to the Latin Mass, we read it every, after each low Mass. And it says, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh. At that moment, the demons have to bow in reverence. And oh, they try to fight it with all of their might. And they fight and they scream. And the exorcist says, proclaim it. And they have to bow down in, in, in fury because they recognize who Jesus is. The prologue of the Gospel of John, where the, way, the word was made flesh, was the same gospel which today, uh, the church can remember, one of the options for today's celebration is Saint Hilary of Poitiers, a fourth century saint who read his way into the church. He was a pagan before, and that Gospel of John was profound to him. And so when he converted to Catholicism, he was, he was integral during the early century debates in the early church because it's hard. The idea that God is a trinity. It's confusing for a lot of people. In fact, many, there are many churches who don't believe in the trinity. Remember, as Catholics, we proclaim God is one, but in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three persons, all equal, one God. Again, we don't have time to get into the dynamics of the Holy Trinity here. But the second person of the Holy Trinity, Jesus Christ, humbles himself, takes on our human flesh, and dwells among us. And this is absolutely staggering, which is why in the gospel today, the people are stunned at our Lord, dumbfounded, when he forgives the sins of the paralytic. They're not even amazed that here's a guy who can't walk all of a sudden is jumping up and doing jumping jacks here. But they're more shocked that our Lord forgives the sins of this paralytic because they recognize, how can you, a human being in flesh, forgive the sins, a prerogative of God alone? Why can't our Lord do that? Well, the demons know, don't they? Because Jesus is God in the flesh. My friends, and I'll end here on this final note. This Sunday, you're going to hear in the second reading, St. Paul. He will say to us, you are called to be holy. All of us, we're called to be saints. Holiness, as the Catechism of the Catholic Church in paragraph 2089 says, is the inaccessible center of God the very life of the Trinity. You and I are created to participate in that holiness. The devil will try to stop that. But Jesus will come down to earth, unite our flesh to him in order to draw us back into the Trinity. That utter humility of our Lord is the secret to holiness. Kill our pride, let go, and empty ourselves in the manner of our Lord. That, my friends, is the path of holiness. Why the demons hate it. They can't fathom that kind of humility. Ah, but they still recognize it, which is why when they hear the Gospel of John, they must bow down before the Lord.